Nouvelle Vague could be better defined. It's Flixin' That with Steve Newell. Something strange has really happened. Steve Newell has walked into the beer studio with a tan, um, which, you know, for someone that watches a lot of TV sits in cinemas, I'm very surprised. Yeah, well, you know, they've got, like, recliners and stuff in the movies now. Sunbeds? What if they had one with sunbeds? <laughs> uh, hey, a couple of weeks off. Yeah, it's uh, been glorious. Just getting out, getting some fresh air, uh, enjoying the sights and sounds, um, and just being on holiday, which is wonderful. Pretty much. Uh, d- didn't think about watching anything once except um, how to how to best stream the Warriors in the, in the Northern Hemisphere. How did that go? Did you manage to sort it out? Yeah, it was good. I mean, you know, maybe not season outcome-wise, but mm. proud of the boys, etc. Some good viewing. Um, did one match poolside at 8 in the morning mm-hmm. uh, with a half-time swim. Yeah. It was quite good. Uh, did one... Stay up very late in Belgium and uh, ex- very excitedly watch a game by myself at yep. seven in the morning, <laughs> um, and then uh, then one uh, kind of janky in-flight um, Air New Zealand Entertainment System. Oh yeah, let down loss watch, which uh, was maybe a good way to do it yep. in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not surrounded Kinda. by fellow people, bummed out. The perfect trilogy. The perfect trilogy. Now, uh, Steve, have you been on holiday? Have you had an opportunity to kind of dip your toe into the viewing world? Oh, I'm getting back into it, John. Getting yep. back into it. Yep. Getting back into it. Where um, does one start? Where do you start if you're just easing back into it? It's a good question. I think um, start from burning your list of things that you need to watch. Start afresh. Start, like delete your inbox. You know, yep. when you when you when you have a few weeks off, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone wants anything, they'll email you. Well. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of, kind of think that movie or that show might find you if you just burn it down mm-hmm. for a bit. Um, so yeah, I'm just going. What do I want to be doing? I I, I don't want to be handcuffed to um, a watch list. Thanks, or yep. or trying to catch up on on what everyone's been chatting about. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Yep. Um, but uh, how that's manifested this week? Well, I thought what I'd do for the next few weeks while I'm easing back into this. Um, High pressure format mm-hmm. that we've that we've cooked up yep. is since it's the spooky month of October. This there's a whole saturated environment of horror film and TV at the moment. So mm. I thought we'd maybe talk about something each week until Halloween that's spooky. Is it and th- and chuck in a few new other new releases? Is here it like and there a terrify well. film festival or something like that? Yeah, it feels it feels like there's feels like there's terrify in the in, in the breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, with just a few weeks to Halloween, the sort of a, a good queue of stuff you can watch at home forming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so let's do that. Let's also um, talk today briefly about a new New Zealand film called Uproar, which is in cinemas from tomorrow. This is a star. This stars Julian Dennison, um, star of Hunt for the Wilder People. It's a little coming of age tale set in Dunedin in 1981. Coincides with the Springbok tour. Um, about a really kind of polite but very introverted young man at high school mm-hmm. um, who uh, kind of kind of has a couple of different films in it or, or maybe it's the same film but but told in a couple of different ways on, on the one hand he's uh, discovering a, a newly uh, instilled passion for drama mm-hmm. uh, from his uh, English teacher played by Reese Darby um, with some truly horrific improv games uh, played at lunchtime that make you want to turn around and walk out of the school hall. Are we talking about like a Summer Heights High cringe? 
this it's played this is played pretty straight yeah. it's definitely a, a comedy drama or, mm-hmm. or, or maybe a dramedy mm-hmm. um and the emphasis is on these uh kind of the, the emotional arc of of Denison's character but it, it, it is also funny as well um so you've kind of got this uh, theatrical component to it or this, this, this learning to have a passion for acting. Springbok Tour is playing out in the background, which is interesting for Denison's character as a Maori with no real connection to his whakapapa or culture. His, mm-hmm. uh, his, uh, his dad's no longer around. His mum, played by uh, Minnie Driver, is uh, exceptionally non-Maori. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also sort of he's a bit disconnected, I guess, from from issues from from contemporary politics so the tour is not really that relevant to him um becomes more so um and it also becomes more so when he is uh the unlikely uh beneficiary of a call up to the rugby first 15 team at his school mm-hmm. mostly because his older brother played by james rolleston is uh begged to come back as the coach coach is on one condition that my brother <laughs> is in the team um, so there's kind of these different strands. So discovery of um, discovery of uh, more passion, more connection to his culture than he thought. Um, getting into acting, bit of rugger stuff. Um, some real dicky Dunedin white boy racists, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Springbok tour clattering along um, with uh, baton wielding cops in the background. So it's, look, it's a pretty solid coming of age tale, um, sort of in that comfortable sort of three and a half star range where you're not mm. going to have a bad time watching it yes um, yeah. I don't know if enough people are going to see this film so if any of those things are connecting with you it's worth checking out um, I think possibly though what's going to connect with listeners today a little bit better um, and now we enter our kind of spooky segment now we should really gussy up some uh, spooky some movie kind of spooky do you mean like the Ghostbusters theme or? yeah let's do Ghostbusters <laughs> that's great <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. The Steve. true, like, let's get let's get into the we're, listeners. We're going to enter true terror, the most occult and uh, devilish uh, music you're likely to hear. I is this? Uh, hopefully, this is the one, mate. I'm just going in cold here. Oh shit, dog! What have we done? <laughs> this is radio at its finest, right now. Okay, so first thing is uh, the movie I'm about to talk about has got absolutely nothing to do with ghosts. <laughs> so right off the bat, <laughs> right off the bat, let's uh, let's abandon any kind of thematic connections. Um, but quietly dropped on Disney Plus, maybe about a week ago, is a film called No One Will Save You, which is um, a pretty awesomely grim title. Yeah, for a movie. Um, but the uh, the guts of this is it's an uh, it's an alien. Uh, Quasi, sort of quasi-alien abduction type horror. <gasps> I saw the trailer a, for this. A, a woman being visited by big-eyed grey aliens in her house yep. and uh, battling the, the, the mofos. Lots of screaming, lots, lots of jump, of, jump Lots frights. of jump scares, lots, yeah. of, uh, lots of brooding tension. Um, the director uh, previously made a film called Love and Monsters, which was on Netflix was mm-hmm. from a couple of years ago, which was a sort of a sci-fi horror comedy. Um, this one plays with a much straighter kind of bat, but it has an interesting gimmick. The gimmick is there's virtually no dialogue in the film. Okay. There's it's just one, one, one woman. Line, one line of dialogue in the film. Oh, really? Um, so in the kind of setup, we learn that uh, this one played by uh, Caitlin Dever, who's the, the star of Booksmart, also was a, a regular in Justified, um, lives a kind of alienate, a, a life, bit alienated, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended, 
from her uh, townsfolk. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really have much interaction with other people. Mm. If any, maybe Belle even makes eye contact. So not not much need for chat. She looks chat. like a bit of a teenager, right? She looks like a bit. Yeah, she, I think she's it's got some young. preternaturally uh, uh, non-aging properties in her mm-hmm. genes, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like Booksmart was a long time ago. Okay, um, I thought this was kind of like the lead of that film. So I don't know. Uh, let's say uh, there's no parents around. Let's put yeah, it that way. Okay, so, so she's she's on her own two feet. But then what this non-dialogue stuff means is that once the aliens start turning up and tormenting her and these guys are really messing with her, this is um, there's some really good spooks and jump scares and just general mm. unease in this film. Um, it's putting aliens a little bit back on the map as being a little bit less fluffy than okay. maybe we've started to think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed this. This is a really great one on the couch. And while... Um, Disney may kind of have, have screwed with everyone by not giving us the chance to watch it and get freaked out in a the movie theatre together. Mm-hmm. This is a really good one to put on um, at home with family, Lunch. flatmates, yeah. mates. Yeah. Okay. Um, strong recommend. It's like this is not a masterpiece. It's not mind blowing. It's just really, really good, really mm-hmm. effective. Yeah. Um, has an interesting ending that we won't uh, spoil today. Oh, that's good. But uh, lots good. going on here. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. Um, and uh, I think this sets a pretty high bar as we look at. Um, new horror entries over the coming weeks so we'll, we'll leave you with probably a, a pretty nice collection of stuff oh, to watch for Halloween it's great it's great to you know like have something sort of I don't know, I don't know in that trope but to have a good ending yeah it's a nice little carrot there yeah it's a, it was a it was a I want to talk about this ending yeah which is a, a pleasant place to wind up so you could watch it by yourself you could um you know, get nice and freaked out alone. Mm-hmm. Um, it could, uh, I think it would actually work pretty well in that circumstance. Might yes. be one of those, have I locked the door movies? Um, <laughs> oh, they're so terrible, those I've, ones. I have been prone to get stuck in that loop um, oh. uh, from time to time. Have I locked the door? Have I locked the, no, I've ch- I checked it, but did Is I? Is that window shut? Did I check it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that, uh, you can find that streaming on Disney+. Plus. It's called No One Will Save You, Um if you yeah, if you want to get freaked out by aliens, that's a good way to do it. Um, or if you want to see uh, a teenage Julian Dennison um, at a, a boys' high school in Dunedin, um, encountering the Springbok tour and, and learning stuff about himself, you can go mm-hmm. see uproar at the movies. Um, probably the the the, the best uh, recent release I've seen since I've been back. Um, I caught the creator last week, which is. Uh, a sort of mid-budget but very visually ambitious sci-fi and walked out of that pretty disappointed the um, creator yeah so this is a um this is a film that's about uh sort of set three or four decades in the future mankind and ai are, are in a war for survival um the earth hasn't gone sort of full terminator uh, this is big budget yet. right big so budget it's actually kind of mid-budget i think okay. that, well it's i mean by i guess by new zealand standards it'll be a, be a ton of money but it's uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, he's um, got a really strong visual effects background. He directed Rogue One, Godzilla, but mm. uh, but he's sort of been in the space. He knows how to wring everything out of every dollar that he has to work with. So it's a really good-looking movie. Um, but I found it a bit of a slog while I was watching it, and then on reflection, I uh, kind of liked it less and less as more time passed. So um, I'm not even sure why I'm talking about it, because my uh, viewpoint on it is probably don't go and see it. Okay. Maybe we'll right. stick to like you should watch it things. Okay, try that for next week. All right, Steve. Hey, you thank then. you so much. Uh, pleasure to see you, and uh, look forward to next week. Awesome. See you then, and I'll uh, I'll have some more scary shit up my sleeve. Oh, I've got a really good one to talk about. It's just a bit too soon. Yeah. <laughs>
It's called When Evil Lurks. What a good title. It's two really good titles today. Oh, goodness me. Real auteurs use star wipes. That was Flicks and That on 95BFM.